0: Walker Kessler dominates the game early at the rim, wins the game late with an offensive rebound and two clutch free throws. And the Utah Jazz defeat the Orlando Magic. We're talking about it coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone with you here on Postcast tonight as the Utah Jazz get their second straight win, this time against the Orlando Magic here at home, holding off the... Uh, Magic's late game surge and frankly the Jazz offensive late game collapse as the Jazz turned it over six times in a five minute period of time late in the ball game but then really the, the, the play of the night tonight Ron comes down to Walker Kessler Colin Sexton goes to the free throw line Jazz up by one Sexton misses the first Will Hardy checks Kessler into the game Kessler Grabs the rebound on the second miss. I thought really astutely goes up to try to score, understanding he's not a good free throw shooter. So you might as well try to score it. He then gets fouled, misses the shot, and then goes to the free throw line and makes both free throws to put the Jazz up three. The Magic then missed the three, and the Jazz close it out with a one twelve one oh eight win.
1: Didn't phasing one bit, did it? Oh, he was phased. <laughs> yeah, he, he walked fazed. away. And goes. Whoo! <laughs> he was uh, the pressure was on, and, and he came through. That first one when it went down, it wasn't a pure free throw hit bounced around ended up going in that made that second one maybe just a little bit easier and it 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 was like a no-rimmer but big play was the rebound for the most part
0: it's interesting just two days ago will hardy was asked about what walker kessler needs to get better at in a press conference and he said we've talked about screens a lot with him but the other thing is he's screening guys out but he's not going to get the rebound he needs to realize that he's the tallest person in the room and occasionally in this league you throw a hip on someone and then you go get the ball yeah and he has been a completely different rebounder
1: since we heard that from will Hardy so the difference in what, what you're saying he just he doesn't he's not rebounding out of his area or, uh, or just not going after rebounds for the most part they there let me rephrase that the rebounds are, are in his area and he gets them. But when he boxes out, he's not going after it, even if it's it's out of his area. But if he ever learns how to shoot free throws to the confidence where he's Rudy Gobert status, Rudy's close to 70% this year, then he's going to spend a lot of time on the floor, even in key situations. Because I think his stroke for shooting free throws is better than Rudy's. And I think he can get better at it.
0: What did he finish with tonight? Played 26, 27 minutes tonight. He had t- five block shots in the first quarter again tonight as guys are challenging him early in games. And he's blocking him. He finished with 10 points, five rebounds, and five blocks in the first half. The only other player to do that this year is Joel Embiid against Utah. He had a lot more than 10, 5, and 5. But mm-hmm. he did. That's, he's the only other player to accomplish that number is Joel Embiid. I mean tonight. Tonight to me is the Walker Kessler night. Like we can talk, we're gonna talk Larry and We'll talk Colin Sexton's return, but to me it's Walker Kessler. He dominated the game early. It's one of the best Jazz Je- be- best defensive nights of the year. And then when it was time for the big play, tonight's big play came from Walker Kessler.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Rebounding was was crucial. He got that done. Nine rebounds, seven of those off, off rebounds coming on the offensive glass, and then the block shots. I mean, oh man, that's just like. Now he's in the scouting report, I'm sure. You could tell that they were uh, very much concerned with him. But they continue to challenge guys like him. For some reason, players think that, you know, he's not going to block my shot. And, and there he is right there.
0: Ron, we had an interesting experience with Walker on the very first day we ever met him when he got with Thurl and kind of started talking about his philosophy of blocking shots.
1: I got that written down.
0: And the other one was... Like we've heard, Will Hardy and other people talk about it, How he has an incredible instinct to block shots. What is it that he has? What is
1: what is he doing? His length, for one, and and maybe you can tell me what his standing reach is. I mean, you, you can have uh, a wingspan, but what his standing reach? Because he he doesn't elevate that high. But his timing and the fact that he can block shots with both hands. There's some guys that are good at blocking shots, and they they're always using that right hand, you know. But he uses both of his hands, and I think he. He talked about that when uh, we had those the player meetings, and he talked about scientifically how he's effective blocking shots. You know, you block four shots in college—that's a game. That's that's totally awesome.
0: So it was, uh, there's one game against Texas Tech where I think he blocks 42% of their two-point attempts. Like his kid's got like he's just got it. Like he understands. He set an NCAA record for. For blocks, it was really incredible. Colin Sexton returned tonight. Mike Conley rested. Uh, the Jazz really played. And this whole game to me was a point guardless game. Like I don't think Markel Fultz is a particularly useful point guard. I don't think that any of our guys that we're playing as point guards are point guards. And the game felt like it. It was a really rugged, uh, rickety kind of game that didn't have much of a feel to it uh, or any flow, and I think it was because there were no point guards on the floor, really.
1: Yeah, you and I discussed that, the fact that the Jazz just were not getting into anything. It's like who brought the ball up the floor. It was like the offense was for them. And when you do that, you have guys standing around for the most part. But that first pass, maybe a dribble handoff, or screen away or something like that, just to get into something, everyone moving and not standing around. That makes the defense a little bit harder to de- to defend you.
0: Jazz, uh, tonight we're able to get uh, Colin Sexton does miss the two free throws late, but he is he was vitally important. The Jazz hit 7 of ten threes in the first quarter, seven, 11, 7 of 10. Then they missed their last one. Then they proceed to miss all 10 of the second quarter, missed the first three, and then Colin hits two three-pointers in the third quarter. The only ones anyone makes. Like, Colin... Kind of saved the day, coming back with his offensive prowess.
1: Yeah, he, he really did. Uh, total confidence in his game. At least he does. He th- does that's for sure. And the fact that you know he comes in, he plays. I don't know what his minutes restrictions were, but uh, he played 24 minutes tonight, and they were very, very. Yeah, I thought his minute restrictions
0: minutes. were 20, and I thought we'd seen <laughs> the last of him, but he kept kept out there for the extra four or five minutes. Yeah,
1: but he's a guy that has a lot of confidence in his game, and, and David. Uh, If he doesn't take some excederans when he gets into the locker room, because when he missed those two free throws, I don't know if you noticed, he was (laughs) punching himself in the head, you know, like this is – I should never miss something like that. So, uh,
0: Well, he had not had a great history in the clutch either. He was about 10% (laughs) below his league average at the free throw line. That obviously missing both of them was a bit much. But he does have – he plays with just an exuberance and an energy. He makes – to go back through this game, he just made a ton of plays. He grabbed a rebound, he knocked the ball away, just did a bunch of things along the way that were uh, that really made a big difference. Uh, Abaji tonight, I want to just comment on it. I, he played 26 minutes, which I think is close to a career high for him. I really liked what we saw out of Abaji tonight. I, I know everybody else was super excited when he went 9 out of 10 from 3 in 2 games. That's not sustainable. That That is not a career path. You're not making 90% of your 3-point shots. Tonight... Like, I I even said it with DJ and PK this morning. Like, I want to see a night where he has three points, four rebounds, two assists, and does a bunch of other stuff. I thought that's what he did tonight. I thought he defended well. I thought he came over times. I thought he rebounded when he needed to. I don't know what he ended up with the rebounds. I think it was like five or six. I-, I liked what I saw. He made a big play at the rim defensively. I really liked what I saw out of Abaji. What I saw out of Abaji tonight to me looked very sustainable as a rotation player in the NBA. Yeah,
1: six of those, six rebounds, two of them coming on the offensive blast. So you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, his floor game was, was much, much better. Uh, ended up with, what, three points. One field goal he had tonight, and that was a three-point shot. He gets that corner three on the right side. He has a good percentage from that corner three, and, and mainly because of the, what that one ball game where he just was knocking you know everything down. But uh, I think athletic David, athletically David, he might be one of the most athletic players on the team. Well, what
0: we see on uh, open on the floor every night when he wraps up his workout with that dunk is something else. All right, it is time for our two stars tonight, and. Any other wrap-up thoughts? I've kind of dominated the conversation. you have anything else you want to comment on I, I, Clarkson's I 12 rebounds right.
1: or but anything th- else? I think we need to touch on Market and the fact that he gets 28 points and doesn't even get a field goal in that, in that second half.
0: Four <laughs> just, of 13, 17 of 21 at the line, 28 points, 12 rebounds. I'm going to guess Jamal Mosley comments on the 21 um, free throws, the fact that Lowry Markin took 21 free throws and the Magic took 16. Yeah, one other note on this game. <laughs> This game was bizarrely wacky. So the Jazz take the fourth most amount of threes in the league, and the Magic take the 21st most. Like, the Jazz take 10% more threes going into a game than the Magic. They took the same amount tonight. The Magic took 36, Jazz take 35. That makes no sense. The Magic go to the free throw line the third most of any team in the league. The Jazz go the 18th most. The Magic don't allow opponents to go to the line. The Jazz went to the line 40 times tonight, and the Magic went 16. This game made no (laughs) sense.
1: sense. (laughs)
0: It all, in any way, shape, or form tonight, we will take the win. But it did not make any sense. So your stars tonight are, Ron Boone.
1: Well, obviously Kessler. You know, what a, what a ball game he had. And he made the biggest difference of protecting the rim, seven block shots. And, and, and then I think I'm going to go with Colin Sexton. I'm going to agree with you on both
0: yeah, those. Yeah. Nice to yeah. have him back. Good. Despite the two missed free throws, we'll give him a – you know, it's interesting – Colin Sexton misses those two free throws. The last time we had a guy miss two free throws late in the game that were important was Kelly Olynyk, And it was also his first game back from an injury playing late in the game. I think fatigue could have, like, and Kelly, if you remember, hadn't missed a late-game free throw for, like, seven years um, in that circumstance. So I think that you can maybe give them a little bit of an understanding that they might be a little gas late in games on their first games back. Pressure. Pressure a, pressure, certain, and fatigue. Boy, I'll tell
1: you, that's huge. And you can be the best free throw shooter in the world, and as you would – talk about those pressure free throws and not tempting those free throws in a pressure situation. Boy, that, you, you really tighten up.
0: Jazz win it tonight. We'll be back with you tomorrow against Philadelphia, and then we're going to Minnesota for, for Monday, and I think the Clippers are in on Wednesday, if I'm correct
1: yeah, on Martin that. Luther King Day in Minnesota.
0: Alright, thank you very much. Appreciate you for tuning in to Postcast. Have a good one. That's fine.